2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Hope you had a great weekend. When you uh, step out the door this morning, and you get smacked in the face with some cold weather.
4: I think this is the first day I've had like a cold weather warning on my card for temperatures.
3: It was twenty-eight degrees out in East Mesa when I left. Twenty-eight degrees. Twenty-eight degrees. <gasps> Took a picture of my dash. Wow! Uh, I don't think I've ever seen those two digits together. You know, since living here in Arizona when we moved here yeah. back in uh, December of 2019.
4: Yeah, in that you know. order, because we definitely yeah. see 82. We just don't see 28. <laughs> well, that's true in that order.
3: That's a good point. But I uh, have to warm up the car, have an ice on the yeah. windshield. It was just a weird. Uh, you just don't experience that all that much here in the valley. It's, it's cold. Thank goodness. Yeah, you like, know that, I didn't
4: move here for that. No, uh-uh.
3: <laughs> I moved here for the blue skies and sunshine and constant warm temperatures. You know, yeah. but uh, no, it's uh, a little cold this morning. Uh, Today, kicking off what feels like the first week of the year. Last week was kind of a weird week. All the kids were out of school, and I think it's because of the way that Christmas lined up this year, with Christmas being on a Monday. So a lot of kids were in school until the Friday before Christmas Day. And then, they, you know, they get their mandatory two-week winter break. seems mandatory. It does. You know, they got to have their two weeks.
4: Do they need two weeks, weeks, though? No. It felt very wow. long for two weeks. Yeah. You
2: had two weeks, and now you want to take it from them? <laughs> right. That's messed up. It's <laughs> a good point. Hateration.
3: <laughs> but no, anyway, a lot of schools are back today, uh-huh. but there's also a lot of schools not back until tomorrow, at least out of Mesa, where my kids go. They had the full two weeks off last week, and the teachers get their full two weeks off, And then today, they get that extra day off so the teachers can come back in and ready themselves for 2024 in this next quarter of the school year.
4: See, our school gave the teachers that day on Friday.
3: Right, but like, that cuts into their two weeks off. Oh, well. So, you know, in order to maintain <laughs> yeah. and keep teachers, give them a better schedule. So they get their full two weeks off. They get their day-to-day today to go back and runny themselves. That's odd to me. But then the kids get that extra day. It is odd. And then then And then this
4: weekend, they have a three-day weekend because it's MLK Day yeah. on Monday.
3: Like, we should have been <laughs> able to have today off. We should have been able to have today off to runny ourselves for this week, Cheyenne. <laughs> That's my mentality. I need a
4: reset. I need a full (laughs) reset.
3: (laughs) We're going to take today off just to prepare ourselves for this week and the rest of the year. How about that?
1: Camel Country
3: 107.9.
0: Gunnar and Cheyenne.
3: Remember back in junior high, maybe it was elementary school, maybe it was high school for you, but you kind of threw out what you thought the future might look like? Yeah. There's someone uh, that looked at predictions that people made back in 1924 for 100 years down the road which would be now. 2024 today. Oh. So here's some predictions from uh, some people okay. for 2024 back in 1924. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Uh, one person said, uh, it was a syndicated advice columnist, said that nobody would have teeth. Teeth? Nobody would have teeth. T-E-E-T-H. teeth. What? This person says that America's eating habits could oh. drastically change our looks. Quote, <laughs> will anybody have any teeth? Will there be any color on our face except to paint? Will the men have any height to speak of, or will they be all girth?
4: <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong as to why. Our eating habits are terrible.
3: Oh, they're horrible. I totally understand. Can you imagine us I'm just <laughs> walking around, and no teeth, and short, no, and, and all girth? Walking around like a bunch of tuna cans. I mean, that would be pretty funny. I mean, I'm kind of here for it. Uh, there was a USC professor back in 1924 that said horses would be extinct, This person uh, said that horses would be an endangered species because the invention of automobiles would render them useless. (laughs) Quote, in another hundred years, you may find horses in zoos. I am sure you will not find them anywhere else.
4: Wow. That is an interesting prediction. Although I understand the concept behind the thought because we do have cars and trucks and all the things.
3: Yeah. But yeah, back in 1924, like when the automobile was just being created, like everybody's got a horse. So if we all have an automobile, we're not going to need a horse. horse They'll go extinct.
4: Yeah, wow. The Cowboys said, (laughs) joke's on (laughs) you. That's right.
3: And uh, finally, uh, women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids.
4: I mean, that was not (laughs) far off. (laughs) In a letter
3: to the New York Daily News, the guy said that women would occupy all the highest positions and men will just do physical labor or stay home to, quote, wait on the babies or mind the pets.
4: I mean, I, I wouldn't say that one's completely wrong. I think we do have seen an uptick in like, stay at home dads yeah. and women holding higher offices. So I don't think that one's super off.
3: Man, I would love to do that. My wife needs to <laughs> get on. you lose your M- mind. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, then I could just focus more on my body so when my wife can come <laughs> from work. Me husband. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Look at this eight pack abs that I've been working on while you've been at work.
4: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah.
1: I I, I wouldn't
3: hate a life like that,
1: Cheyenne I don't think I would Okay (laughs) Camel Country 107.9 Gunner and Cheyenne
3: Luke Combs, his latest song Where the Wild Things Are Typically, I just kind of have it in groove to it, you know, in the background. Yeah. Like, when you really pay attention to the lyrics of the song. Have you done that with that song yet? No.
4: I don't even know if I could. Like, I've heard it, obviously, but, like, I don't even think I could sit here and, like, pick the tune out. Well,
3: the gist of the song is that uh, he's got an older brother who fired up his motorcycle and moved out west to Southern California, right? So then... Uh, Luke Combs, from the perspective of being the younger brother, goes to visit his brother who lives in Southern California, and that's where I'm going to read the lyrics from okay. at that point. He goes, I called my brother from the back of that plane the second that I made it. We started drinking on the strip in LA, and then it got crazy. Ended up at a house in the hills with some Hollywood stars kissing on a blonde in a backyard pool out where the wild things are. Oh.
4: Ah. So
3: that is just a wild story Yeah Right But I'm sure that it's happened to people You have those nights where you go out and you start drinking and then you end up someplace else, and you continue drinking. And then there's just something that goes down. You end up at somebody's house. You end up hooking up with somebody, where it's just unbelievable that it got to that point.
4: Like, you'd never believe it if you weren't there to
3: see it, yeah. kind of things. And then you wake up in the morning, you're like, did that really happen last night? And
4: you roll over, you do your morning stretches, you're like, ah, ah, Oh, yeah, there they are. It did happen
3: last <laughs> oh, night. It was It was not a dream. <laughs> Ever had a wild night? Any wild stories like that?
4: Not like that, No. I mean, you would know about it. I feel like that's something that could ha- that would happen to me and I would instantly run in here to yeah, tell you about it.
3: Nothing too crazy with me. I mean, the latest one was running into Stephen Curtis Chapman at a wedding. But I mean, that's not like where I start off at a bar yeah. and end up at somebody's house party or something Yeah, that like is that. so
4: random. I guess the most recent thing is after we hosted New Year's Eve at Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. Oh, yeah. I ended up going to an after party with DJ Silver and a bunch of his friends and stuff up in Prime. And then we ended up in DJ Silver's hotel room. Oh,
3: his wife wasn't there. No,
4: she wasn't. But we were just like drinking and sitting around and just like having a good time and good conversation. But nothing uh, nothing wild N- nothing happened. Nothing happened
3: with DJ Silver?
4: <laughs> no. No. I don't find him very cute. I mean,
3: if you if you sign an NDA, you're not going to tell us anyway, right? I'm valid. yeah,
4: Valid. <laughs> so I guess you could just case, leave that to your imagination.
3: Do,
2: do, what do you think? She hooked up with DJ Silver or no? Uh no No <laughs> I also don't think DJ Silver makes people sign NDAs <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hey, he's
3: Jason
2: Aldean's DJ, you know yeah. He makes the rounds I'm sure he's partied with some uh, No,
4: I'm actually from know? what I gathered I think he was pretty sober uh, He was the most yeah, sober person in the group Yeah,
3: I didn't see him drinking Yeah,
4: so it was a good time
3: It might be a commitment that he has to his wife Like when he's away And doing this stuff that he just does not drink And avoids temptation I could see that for him Even though Cheyenne ended up in his room somehow
4: it, There was like <laughs> 10 of us, okay It's also just like it was me and Silver so just chilling <laughs> (laughs)
3: Uh, If you've got a wild story for us, we'd love to hear it. You can text us at two two one zero eight. Our phone number is 602-894-5653. But if you've never heard the song by Luke Combs, Out Where the Wild Things Are, uh, which is the song we're referring to right here, Uh, Take a listen to it, and then we're going to see your stories coming up next here on Camel.
1: Camel Country 107.9.
0: Gunner and
3: Cheyenne. What is your you would never believe it if you weren't there story? Just a wild story. Luke Combs has got that new song, Where the Wild Things Are, where he talks about going to visit his older brother in Southern California, and they start drinking at uh, some bars in L.A. Then they end up at a house party in the hills of L.A., and then he ends up kissing a blonde in the backyard pool. I mean, just a wild story, right? Yeah. Uh, what's your wild story, Camel Nation? 602 894 5653. You can also text us at 22108. Stephanie is in Chandler. Stephanie, what is your wild story?
0: Okay, so this is about my husband, my current husband, and I. We, when we got married, decided to elope in Vegas. Aww.
4: romantic.
0: And We had all of our friends there, and it was like a trip with our friends. We all were pretty drunk, and we couldn't find one of those... Little chapel places So one of our friends Is legally You know That they, they can offici- Officiate weddings Oh ordained that yeah. Yeah. yeah That yes, ordained. is ordained I, I, I am <laughs> Oh cool Okay yeah. And we found This is gonna sound Really bad But keep an open mind We went to oh, This wait. like really Ritzy strip club but You got married In a strip club Our friend was like Oh my god There's this basement area There's It's clean There's nobody down there <laughs>
4: (laughs) So romantic.
0: (laughs) We all got together in the basement of this strip club and got married.
3: How did you end up at the strip club to begin with? Yeah.
0: Oh, tequila.
3: (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Wow. I love that. And uh, still happily married, huh, Stephanie?
0: Not only happily married, but we make a -a once-a-year trip, the same group. To go down there and at least do a shot at that one. Wow. That's bus. awesome. So I yeah, love it's like Cool annual
3: anniversary type thing. That's yeah. cool. All right. Thanks for the story, Stephanie.
5: Anytime.
3: <laughs> Allison is in Scottsdale. Allison, what is your wild story?
5: Okay, so this was a couple years ago. I... Got invited to, like, a house party in North Scottsdale area. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I've never been to a house like that in my life. <laughs> and long story short, I ended up hooking up with a celebrity that night, like, from Hollywood. But are we talking like A-list? we talking B-list? I say like A minus A minus, A minus. <laughs> <laughs> What does
4: that even mean What, 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 what is it? up
5: there But not You know Leonardo DiCaprio Or something But mm. but you know This person I'll just say that ah, um, yeah. we, we know
3: this person Do they Cheyenne? live
5: here or, yeah. or they just happen To be no, in town They just happen To be in town
3: Can you not tell us Who this is Like can we put you On hold You can tell us Off air or no
5: no, I mean, it was that big of a deal that this person made me sign an NDA. I'm not kidding. Oh! It was crazy. I'm telling you, like, I'll never forget that night. It was one of those things that I still pinch myself of, like, how did that happen to me? <laughs> did you keep in touch after at all afterwards?
3: I'm going to bet no. Oh, no, he
5: didn't. Oh, no. yeah. that's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, that would have been too much of, like, a dream come true, but... <laughs> Uh, I have this nice little ego boost that I, whenever I'm down, I remind myself, oh, yeah, I had that.
3: Yeah. And well, Sh- good for you. And Cheyenne being a single woman, she's very envious. I and am. she's probably going to be looking for some Scottsdale parties this weekend.
4: <laughs> so
5: if anybody's having anything, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> you never know who you're going to find at one of these cruising
1: parties. Yeah. I yeah, it's not
5: wrong. Well, Allison, thank you for the story. No problem. Thank
1: you. Camel Country 1079.
2: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: For Christmas, we gave our daughters, uh, my wife and I, not our daughter, Cheyenne. (laughs) We haven't talked to them in years. Uh, Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, My wife and I, our daughters, my Uh kiddos, we uh, asked them, you know, hey, do you just want to do Disneyland for Christmas? So we went out there Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. We had three-day passes Two days into our little Disney trip, you know, the kids are whining about their legs. My wife's whining about her ankle because she broke her ankle earlier this year. So yeah. Still got the bolts and screws and everything in, in on her ankle. So a lot of walking. There's like 26,000 steps a day. Whew. Something like that. It's a lot of steps. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of running around the parks. And we were like, well, why don't we go home? <laughs> <laughs> so, and then we'll just come back next week because the tickets were good up until January 7th. Yeah. So this is on December 25th. We're like, let's just go home tomorrow. We'll come back next week. We know we have some mutual friends, Cheyenne Cheyenne and I. We got some mutual friends that are coming out to the park the following week. Let's just do that. And then we make the drive from L.A. back to Phoenix, which is okay. I mean, it's a six-hour drive. It's
4: really not that bad. It's,
3: it's just getting out of yeah. Phoenix and then getting into L.A. I, I hate the traffic through Riverside and everything else. You
4: yeah, know? I mean, well, it, for you it sucks because you live on the other side of the valley, so it's an entire yeah. hour to get through.
3: Yeah. I mean, Buckeye looks amazing <laughs> at this point. I want to live on Buckeye, the edge of town.
4: It makes you a know? difference. It really so does. So we
3: did the drive again this last weekend, uh-huh. and these mutual friends that were also at the park... One of them knows somebody that has a membership to this Club 33. It's an exclusive club inside Disneyland. I guess all the Disney parks have a Club 33. Uh It's a VIP lounge hidden in plain sight. It's where world leaders, pop culture icons, and corporate bigwigs discreetly gather. Yes. This is the first I've heard about it. When they said they had a reservation, yeah, when they said they had a reservation to Club 33. I, I had no idea what it was. I thought it was like the Oga's Cantina in Star Wars Land or something yeah, like that. Just yeah. some random lounge.
4: You were like, oh, let me go make a reservation yeah. too. No, <laughs> you
3: can only get in there if you know, know somebody with a membership and they put you down. And a membership is not cheap. I was looking up uh, just out of curiosity. I was like, how much does this club 33 cost? Yeah. $60,000 initial investment along with $25,000 in annual dues.
2: Yeah.
3: $25,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. And you still have to pay for your food and drinks in this <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> When I found that out, I was like, That's,
4: "What?" I would say that is the that is one of the things that I don't necessarily agree with. Like, if you are paying that much money, you shouldn't have to pay for your food and drinks when you're in yeah. there. Yeah,
3: yeah. The meal, I mean, it's top notch. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's high end, very high end. Like, think more than steak forty four and Maple and Ash.
4: Yeah, Club Thirty Three is like it's so elite that you have the best chefs in the world cooking for you. It is pretty spectacular.
3: And my twenty five thousand can't cover that a year. <laughs>
4: I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong on Uh, that.
3: Known members of Club 33: Christina Aguilera, Elton John, Tom Hanks, Tiger Woods, Michael Jackson. uh, Well, formerly, was (laughs) he was yes, and uh, Katy Perry. And it's such an exclusive club; like you cannot post photos of you inside of this uh, Club 33 unless you have permission.
4: It's so cool. If I had that kind of money, I would for sure be a Club 33 member. 100%. 100%.
3: Well, I mean, if anybody can use it, why don't we just, all of us, get our money together. Camel Nation, let's go. Let's do a GoFundMe. We'll get all this money together. We'll get a Club 33 membership, and then we'll just kind of share it. It'll we'll be
4: just, like an Airbnb. Like, we'll just blackout dates right. for certain people. That's right.
3: You in? <laughs> Who's in, Camel Nation? Let's pull our money together. Let's do I like do the idea.
5: Let's go.
1: This is Gunnar and Cheyenne, Camel Country.
5: 107.9.
3: Uh, we were talking about this Club 33 at Disneyland. It's an exclusive club. Uh, world leaders, pop culture icons, corporate bigwigs—they uh, discreetly gather at this Club 33 in Disneyland. If you've never heard of it, well, that's how they intended it to be. Yes, uh, just a very um, private club, and it, as we mentioned, it's exclusive. It's uh, hefty membership fees. I think it read somewhere it's twenty-five thousand or sixty thousand initial investment, and then twenty-five thousand annual dues. Um, and we have, uh, Cheyenne and I have some mutual friends that had a reservation at this Club 33 over the weekend. And just, just like, I, I don't know who had the reservation or yeah. who they know that has a membership there that allowed them to have that reservation. I, yeah, I don't
4: either. But I can tell you, like, I haven't had FOMO in a while. I had so much FOMO
3: while they were there.
4: Like, uh, the jealousy was off the
3: charts. Well, yeah. It's an exclusive <laughs> club that you don't have access to, Cheyenne. Yeah. Um, but somebody texted, texted the six oh two. I know someone who has been banned from Club 33, but still pays the membership fee for his entire family, even though he's not allowed to go. Uh, sixty thousand dollars per person in your family. So if you have a family of five, which this person does, so what is that? 200000 uh, dollars. Yeah, and then twenty five thousand a year on top of that.
4: I just how do you get banned from club thirty three?
3: Posting photos on oh, social media. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like it's that exclusive. They don't want you posting photos right. or video online without permission. That's
4: crazy.
3: So you get banned because you post a photo to social media. The fact That's
4: that funny. you that the fact that that person even knows somebody who makes that kind of money, like, <laughs> good for you.
3: <laughs> Have you gotten the uh, a reservation there? Me? No, not you. Oh, I'm, I'm talking like, about no. this person. You know, the texted in and knows this family.
4: I would be asking. That's for sure. Like, yeah. hey, can you uh, hook it up? No. Does that overstep a friendship boundary? Like, if you know somebody who has that membership and you know that you can get a reservation if they put you on the list, do you overstep a friendship boundary if you ask?
3: It, as long as you're, like, n- nice about it, not, like, pushing them into a corner. Respectful. You know, you kind of, like, throw it out there. Just, like, float it. <laughs> <laughs> and get, like, an initial reaction before you go in for the, you know, the pounce in the ass. yeah That's how you got to do it. They just gauge reaction. Maybe you may have to pull the ripcord on that ass, depending on how their initial reaction is to your floating question. You know, floating it out there. you are so smart sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what I'm here for, Cheyenne. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel
1: Country 1079.
3: Jelly Roll recently. He went back to visit his jail cell. That he did time in before he became famous. Ooh. Uh, Here's some audio here of him uh, tearing up while talking about the experience of being incarcerated. Here's Jelly Roll. This is jail.
1: It sucks. Everyone I've ever been to.
0: Oh, it still smells the same, though. There was a time in my life (laughs) where I truly thought this was it. And then coming here, you know, just after getting nominated for two Grammys, it just hits different. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just... I didn't think I'd get emotional, to be honest. But every time, they just, just sell. Just, you just think, man, this is. even when I left here, I didn't have a plan.
3: Mm. Wow. Have you ever been back to a spot in your life, like back to a location of um, what kind of made you who you are today? I mean, you grew up in Moxie, Washington, yeah. up there in Yakima. But you also kind of moved away, mm-hmm. right? You moved to uh, Vegas and um, were in a, an abusive relationship. Yeah. You've been to, back to Vegas since. But have you been back to... Areas of memory, the house, anything like that. Um,
4: I have not. I would like to go. There's two in that period in my life. There are two houses that we lived in, which were really pivotal pivotal moments in my life. Where I like Jelly Roll, like I thought this was it. Like I thought that that was going to (laughs) be the end all of me. Um, And I have not been back there, but I would like to.
3: Because I remember when we first moved here, December 2019. Um, You were kind of fresh out of that yeah. relationship. I think you were uh, like a couple of years out when somebody paid for your flight from Vegas and mm-hmm. rescued you from that yeah, relationship. Yeah, in 2017. And when we moved here in December 2019, I think we had a Vegas event or mm-hmm. um, live broadcast or something. And you had some hardcore anxiety about just going back to Vegas in general.
4: Yeah, that was a struggle. Uh-huh. And like I did... I- I did okay when like you and I were together yeah. and then when I was in my hotel room alone I had severe anxiety trying to get to sleep was a struggle. Just and being, just being back, back in
3: that just being back in that town. Mm-hmm. But I mean the strip and the casinos and all that. I mean did you have um any memories from being on the strip? Yeah, like-
4: um I've actually so we had a, a one incident in I think it was the lower lobby of uh, the Luxor, I think, or one of those hotels right there yeah. that I have still yet to go back to. I haven't been back to those at all because we had experiences where um, there was a big blowout fight, security had to be called, wow. I got left with the kids. Like, there's a lot of things that happened, even in the hotels that are still a struggle yeah. for me. Yeah. Will
3: you go back? Will you go back to the Luxor?
4: Um, I think I will eventually. I just honestly, it's not my favorite hotel in general, so I don't really oh, have yeah, a reason to like go back. <laughs> um, but I maybe eventually I will.
3: I've never been back to a childhood home. I know there's a couple of houses I grew up in in Seattle, like when my parents were really young uh-huh. and, and didn't have any money, uh, you know, and were renting houses and stuff like that. Uh, Have yet to be back there. I think you should. I I, I should, but I mean, it's just like, will it improve my life by doing it? (laughs) I mean, for you, probably. For Jelly Roll, for you? I mean, there's reasons to go back there. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I've been blessed to live the life that I have, Mm -hmm. you know, and just kind of have this uh, very kind of chill upbringing. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it was nothing traumatic or anything like that. So there's real no reason to go back there, you know, for me. But. I hope you do, Cheyenne. I hope you get back there to Vegas and do that. Yeah.
1: It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's bad joke of the
3: hour.
4: Hey, Gunnar. Yeah. What do you call a hen
3: that counts her own eggs? <laughs> what do you call a hen that counts her own eggs? A mathematician. It's oh my a joke. It's
0: just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. It's a
4: lot like a mathematician,
3: but it's a math Math chicken. <laughs> Cheyenne's dad joke's every weekday morning at 7.50 here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, sometimes you're born into it. Sometimes you find out later. Talking about being born into a family where you have known celebrities. Oh, okay. Or you're just born into a normal family and then you find out later down the road through 23andMe or through a family friend or something that you are related in a distant way to... A celebrity. Okay, I'm
4: tracking what you're saying now. Yeah, so okay. Sierra,
3: a celebrity in and of her own, right? She was part of this PBS show recently called Finding Your Roots, and she says she was completely shocked to find out that she is the distant relative of one of the greatest players in New York Yankee history. Babe Ruth. <laughs> well, that's a good guess. Uh, Derek Derek Jeter. I actually see a great guest Thank Cheyenne. You. How about Thank that? You. No, Derek Jeter.
4: That's pretty
3: awesome. I mean, uh, I don't know what
4: she's gonna do with that information now that she knows it, but that's
3: cool. <laughs> I know, right? It's not, it's not like she needs to put her hand out for any money or anything, yeah, you know.
4: What's interesting about this is that Sierra and herself is already famous. She already has her own money, she's married to Russell Wilson. Like it would be normal and okay for her to reach out to Derek Jeter and be like, hey, we're related. But like an average well, uh, person like us couldn't do that.
3: Is it normal to reach out? It'd be normal for him to be okay with replying to her knowing that she's not coming out of the work for money.
4: I think it's normal on both sides because it wouldn't be weird for her to reach out because they're kind of the same caliber.
3: Let's say that you found out that you are a distant cousin of Ken Griffey Jr.
4: There would be zero point for me to reach out other than the fact that it would be cool. That would be it. Yeah. that like, I, so I have for the no reason same to. reason.
3: Sierra would reach out to Derek Jeter. It would be the same reason to reach out to Ken Griffey jr. Because he's a distant cousin? Yeah. Just, just because you found out you're related? Yeah,
4: but they're the same caliber, so it wouldn't be like he but would see her. But no, what about her. you?
3: But you reach out to Ken Griffey Jr. Would, th-
2: would you do it?
4: Probably not. No? But I it wouldn't. would be cool. You
2: wouldn't do it either? Why? I don't know. He's not going to believe it, or he's just going to think you're looking for something. Yeah. Well, you would Literally, have- the whole point of this whole Sierra thing is like they know they have nothing to gain from each other. It's just like, hey, I'm famous. You're famous. And,
4: and we're related.
2: related. woo so If you found out you were Ken Griffey Jr.'s relative through a family friend... Is that then
3: okay to reach out to King Griffey Jr. and have that family friend connect the two of you?
4: I mean, I think that that would be the appropriate route. Yes, if but you would if you, you had still, that person, would you
3: still ask to reach out?
4: Probably not. But I, I mean, don't, it's I don't one thing so. to see it on
3: paper, right? Yeah. But it's also another thing to have a family friend say, "Hey, did you know you're related to King Griffey Jr. by way of your dad and this other person, or something like that?"
4: Yeah, I still I don't know if I would reach out. Because of that. Like, there would be no reason for me to. Although it's cool and you would want that connection, I don't think I would.
3: For me personally, I don't have any grandfathers or anything like that. Uh-huh. I feel like Ken Griffey Jr. would just be
2: a cool guy <laughs> to sit and talk to and hear stories oh, yeah. from. No, you're right? not wrong. Not, yeah, you're definitely right about that. But I would be more concerned about how I come off to him. That's yeah. why I would stay quiet. Interesting. Just a
4: freeloading cousin that's yeah. coming out the woodwork. You know works. that's what he'd be thinking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's right? with his hand out. He just wants some money. <laughs>
3: No. no, I want to
2: buy a Geico policy, Ken Griffey Jr. I see you endorsing them now. <laughs> It'd be funny if he just sent you an autograph ball. <laughs>
3: know, right?
2: like, yeah, sure. Here's another one for my 300th cousin. Yeah. Have you ever found out that you're related to a
3: celebrity? 602 894 5653 is our phone number. You can also text us your story at 22108.
1: Camel Country 1079.
3: Did you find out that you are a relative of a celebrity? At a later date in life. Like you're just kind of living your life as an adult, doing your own thing. And you find out through a family friend or 23andMe or some sort of testing or whatever that you're a distant cousin of fill in the blank. Have it a Ciara, you know, one, two step?
4: Everybody, one, two step. (laughs)
3: It's a (laughs) uh, great song. (laughs) The wife of Russell Wilson. uh, She found out recently on a show. She was doing a show called Finding Your Roots on PBS. Which I'm sure everybody's been watching that. PBS.
4: (laughs) Highest ratings. (laughs) Highest ratings on TV right now.
3: Uh, She learned that she is a uh, cousin of Yankee star Derek Jeter. That's pretty cool. Through uh, his mother, is what makes them the cousin, I guess. Oh, okay. So she was all super excited about it. But it has us talking about what celebrity did you find out that you were related to? I don't think any of us do it. The the only people that I really know, Adam and Eve, I'm related to them. I mean, (laughs) mean, they're
4: pretty, I mean, they're kind of a big deal, to be honest.
3: (laughs) Any relation to any celebrities, you personally? No, No, not for me. Uh, Text with the 602, Trace Adkins by marriage. Oh. Uh, Not into his music. (laughs) So not a bragging point at all for me. Right. I think it would be, though. I would. Trace is cool.
4: I would think, I mean, he's got like the lowest voice
3: ever. Text with the 623, Fergie. Super distant, though. That's cool. I love Fergie. Uh, text to the 623. I'm related to a former mafia boss. He's been mentioned on The Sopranos and in Donnie Brasco, uh, but he's long dead. My oh. boyfriend is a descendant of Robert E. Lee. So, yeah, we really suck.
4: <laughs> Stop. What a pair! <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. Text to right the there.
3: 480. My dad is Nick Cannon.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you and everybody else. <laughs>
3: Text with the 602. My great, great, great uncle invented the Ferris wheel. Oh, that's cool. And uh, text with the 480. My wife is related to Jason Aldean's first wife, Jessica.
4: Oh, that's awesome. Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gunner and Cheyenne.
0: Mornings till 10.
1: Camel Country 1079.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,